Podcore was a Slavcast that I started because I have a lot of cool friends from all over the place and then I wanted to talk to them. That's the Podcore's theme song for this time. <clears throat> wow, that's probably the Slavcast. 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 <laughs> that's probably the dumbest one I've done so far. So uh, <laughs> thank you for that, folks. We got the first remote record for the Podcore Slobcast. So yeah first let's see how it goes i want to welcome my friend oh what do you want me to call you dave or dace <laughs> dace is fine this is my friend either way i mean they're close <laughs> enough to each other that people can figure it yep. out this is my friend dace i know him as dace that's his username his name's also dave he's a great guy dace what's up what's going on how's it going Bryn? how you doing man i'm just chilling i just got back from uh shopping with my aunt and i didn't need to get anything so i just walked around took some pictures and had a nice little photo sesh in the sunset oh nice yeah. getting that uh that what's that called the uh something hour oh gold, golden hour? golden hour i was yeah. gold up in Those here photography terms yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> how about you how's your day going uh pretty good been uh pretty chill just uh cooked some dinner ate some dinner Ooh. now i'm uh hanging out yum well what dinner were you eating i think the fans need to know that uh some uh like a Pasta with some like little red sauce and some shrimp, garlic, Ooh. roasted red bell, pe- red bell pepper. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, nice. That's tasty. Nice. That's nice. Great. Easy, easy one. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a little bit of a chip dinner. I got the remnants of my sea salt and vinegar kettle chips. And I made some nice. crab rangoons that I'd fried up like a couple months ago and just air fried them. Ooh, I saw. I love crab rangoons. Oh, they're um, so good. Yeah, I think they make them differently West Coast and East Coast, but mm. uh, West West Coast are tasty. I'm I'm down for either, but nice. And it's also by the place, I guess, right? Totally. Like, but some fold them in like kind of a four corner, some just kind of like a triangle. Oh, Have you seen the triangle ones? Yes, the triangle ones. I did a four corner. I did a little pyramids, but I have seen yeah, I the think triangle. I saw those. those looked those look good as hell. Yeah, and you just did a huge batch, right? <laughs> yeah, we made like. I think it was like 150-ish, my friend Aaron counted. And Crab Rangoon, you get an order of like nine from the Chinese restaurant, it's like 12 bucks. So yeah. I feel like I have literal just a gold mine in my fridge, or my freezer. I mean, like, I remember at one point, I think in high school, where I we would order Chinese food, and sometimes I'd just order two orders of Crab yes. Rangoon, and that, that was my dinner. <laughs> Yes. Even now when I order Chinese food, it's like I order and order crab rangoon, eat all of those, and then I eat maybe a third of the meal I bought, and then it's just all leftovers. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Well, the best thing is when you go to like one of those Chinese buffets, and they have rangoon on the buffet table. But then sometimes it's just the cream cheese one, and it's just a disappointment. Yeah, and I don't want cream cheese sitting in like a fried thing, like under a heat lamp for too long. No, yeah. Sometimes you bite into it, and the cream cheese seems a little—I uh, don't know—not not as creamy. Either too hard or too soft. It's never the yeah. right texture. Wow. Hopefully not lumpy. Yep, not lumpy. Um, okay. Anyway, that's our little food preamble, I guess. But. How you doing? And I want you, Dace. I've been starting these podcast episodes by asking, what's your Brin origin story? How did we meet? What was that? Um, you can share whatever you want and we can get into it. Well, I guess it was COVID. Yep. COVID, <laughs> um, definitely. And, and, and the internet. Uh, COVID and the internet. Much more into the internet. Same. 
Uh, I was listening to a podcast called Doughboys at one point. Big time fan. And then that somehow led me into a Doughboys Facebook group that led into Twitch stuff. Um, and through about like four or five different uh, separations of like different Twitch users, streamers, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I ended up at the, the Rodney Berry stream. Yep. And then what, maybe like eight months later, someone came up with the idea of, hey, we should all have a meetup in Los Angeles. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Based entirely around Rodney Berry um, (laughs) and just going and hanging out. Yep. And it was fucking amazing. It was so cool. Yeah. I had never met anyone from online before. Yeah, me either. And uh Bryn was this you're the second person i met because technically i met aoty oh uh, yeah because i picked i picked him up from the 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 train station right right. and then we uh got led up to this uh hotel rooftop bar in downtown (laughs) or pool sorry (laughs) yeah Yeah, rooftop downtown pool pool at the freehand (laughs) yeah and there there is Bryn uh there Full of hugs and <laughs> what's ups and yeah, man. Uh, now we've got to hang out a couple times. It's been great. Yep, yep. We had RodCon part two. Yeah, it's been really cool. Um, so yeah, so I got first started Rod's stream. I do listen to Doughboys and really like them, but American Arts and Culture Review, Rod's podcast that he does with Wit and Clay, they were on another podcast I really like, Hollywood Handbook, and they were just so funny. So. It was right at like beginning of March 2020. I got super into American Arts and Culture Review and I was just like losing my mind with all the COVID stuff, like staying inside and then just like laughing my ass off to the three goofiest dudes of all time. Um, Just (laughs) so much poop and pee and all the good stuff. I I had never heard of that podcast before or of Rod or Wit or Clay or Bud, any of them. And then... uh, ended up like on a twitch stream that like raided them and then they were doing a live podcast record Uh and yeah it was uh i mean you could say it changed the course of my life (laughs) totally (laughs) you could (laughs) well yeah so i i started watching rod's stream and i'd never really watched twitch because i was like yeah just watching people play video games like i get why that might be kind of entertaining but i don't know but then it was rod who's a podcaster i already found funny and it turned out you would have maybe like 10, 15 people watching. And so he actually, yeah. Rod is so good at interacting with the chat and just oh, like, it's just I a mean, that's a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's uh, like, I was telling you before, like what I, what really got me into Twitch is like watching more like a t- live talk show and stuff like that. Right. But what really held me in was the chat where it's like, totally. you start recognizing people day yes. in, day out. You start building like, relationships and i was never like a big like chatter back like me either when back in the day like i mean i grew up when there's like aim and stuff and i'd like chat with my friends Uh but it was never like chatting with like a large group of people i had never met before totally totally yeah and then i would i would see hot sauce bob in there (laughs) and i'd see you know all the friends and now at this point i feel like i've probably met close to 50 people through yeah. like twitch chat and twitter and stuff like that it's not uh, so amazing it's been amazing totally well yeah because for me i really got more into twitch when i so I, was, I just moved into my own apartment started living alone like january 2020 
Um, and then I had to work on a night shift because my lab, in order to stop uh, like an outbreak that took down the whole lab, I went on and I started working three to midnight. And so well, if, most of the well, time, that's good. I mean, you, it's it could have been <laughs> graveyard. A, yeah, but at least you were there to stop it. <laughs> totally. Um, but so anyway, because of that I was like extra isolated on top of the COVID quarantine. But in the evenings, my boss had left and I'm mainly just sitting on the computer and I started watching Twitch and like I kind of got it more. And it's just like a very casual hangout. And I realized for me, it was my outlet for just constantly making dumb little jokes and dumb little bits that I do with my friends. And I'm hanging out with them, but I'm just oh, up yeah. in the chat being silly and just like kind of forcing Rod to read my dumb jokes because he's nice and he reads everything. <laughs> Yeah, just get uh, just see if you get what kind of reaction and it's totally. like great because I mean, especially in like a chat that's kind of uh, active, like you can make a dumb little joke and like maybe no one will react to it, but yeah. oh, that just disappears and it's like all right, on to the next yeah. little bit or totally. next little joke. Like. Totally, yeah. And it, it for it, I think it was like after three or four months is when I really started realizing, oh, it's me and all these same people, these same usernames. I'm kind of building a rapport. And it was like, oh, yeah, these are like my online friends. We like hang out in the same place. Um, yeah. And Rod was did such a good job at building that, too. But yeah. So in, in that time of like isolation, finding and building that community was just like so awesome. And especially. Well, yeah. I mean, the community I had before, like I had some friends. I was living back home like by myself for like uh -huh. eight years and pretty much the community I built around myself pretty much revolved around like going out and going to like bars and stuff like that. Gotcha. And then it was just like, Oh, everything shut down and no one was really like super chill with hanging out with each other. Right. Cause you know, especially the early days. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, a big thing for me is like Jack am like having something to wake up to like watch in the morning, like having a scheduled like oh, show yeah. to watch in the morning or something. Oh Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the day was just kind of playing video games with Twitch on in the background and just like kind of, you know, seeing what's all out there. And yeah, totally. It's been a lot of fun. Totally. Yeah. I, I so agree with uh, watching Jack like every day. I was watching his, his VODs, his save videos, but especially during 2020 when it was just so tumultuous, things like podcasts and Twitch streams, because they're just happening like at the same time you're kind of processing through everything with people on the podcast or people streaming or people in the chat. Um, yeah. So that was a cool aspect of like those kind of weekly things. And I, I, it made me realize like how important I think like live interactions are. Mm -hmm. I mean, even it's like, for me, it was like when I watched TV, it was all like streaming and everything, but like sports, I loved watching live sports. Yeah. And when that all stopped, I'm like, okay like now i just have like lists and lists of tv shows like that i've been saving up to watch but having that kind of live uh viewer kind of interaction mm -hmm. everything through mm -hmm. like twitch really definitely uh really uh boost like gave yeah. something extra to it, it you know it's a little less like numbing and i yeah. think one of my favorite things on twitch is whenever a streamer is basically just browsing the web or like watching youtube videos like we're just kind oh, of yeah. collaboratively. It's like you're at your friend's house and you're younger and just someone's operating the mouse, like going to stupidvideos.com or <laughs> oh, like yeah, early park. internet was just like <laughs> yeah. sitting around the computer, like in the den or whatever. Totally. And like you got like three chairs around. It's like, oh, let's click on that. Let's see what that is. Totally. And yeah. Cause it, there was just 
like community really is the best word to describe it because especially in rod's chat like it's just people usually saying hey what's up when you're like entering or people saying good morning if it's the morning and it's kind of that like it's such a casual i've kind of described it as friends in the hallways at school like between classes oh yeah it's not as like okay you're having a text conversation one-on-one with someone it's more just like you're sitting back in the cut sometimes you get a joke off or sometimes you're really talking more and so there's like different ways you can engage yeah it's always it's funny to me too like when i talk to people that uh like i'm like oh yeah like i hang out on twitch or whatever and people are like oh do you watch this big streamer or that big Uh streamer i'm like i'm always kind of more gravitated towards the like chats that like there's like 10 to maybe 50 yes. people yes, watching totally i'm a completely in agreement where it's just like okay i feel like i'm a little bit i mean i don't it's not hopefully parasocial or anything <laughs> but it's just like one of those where it's like okay like i feel like i'm kind of because when the chat's just moving like you know 10 lines a second and you totally. say something it's just like gone and it's just totally. like totally oh yeah you're just kind of firing off shots and seeing what yeah what's going on but yeah well, it's funny you say parasocial because I've kind of like, I've realized that that, as long as you know like what part of the internet you're on, it's easier. And at least for me, like I've been kind of playing with the lines of like what's parasocial and what's real social. Because at this point, like say Bud, for example, I was just such a big fan of his and then <laughs> meet him down at RodCon and like he's just super cool and we're hanging out and him and Blair saved my hiney and like drove me to the airport. And then they came up to Portland a couple months later and like they came over and we hung out. And so like, we're actually friends, but it starts from this internet place and it, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I caught in with that a little bit, uh, through Twitter too, like Twitter and Twitch for me. Like I never really used Twitter much. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, I saw Blair like post something about like living in Santa Cruz and I had lived in Santa Cruz for eight years. Yeah. And it turns out we lived in Santa Cruz at the same time, know some of the same people, but like probably have been in the same room at the same time, like ten years ago and stuff. But uh, yeah, and then but then went down to Rodcon and met Bud and everybody, Mm -hmm. and uh, then like had a hang last October. Like a group of us went to like Not Scary Farm and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) nice. Got like a little crew together and stuff. It was a lot of fun. That was the first time my roommate had met anyone. Like through the community that yes. I had met, and yeah. now she is like oh, full she's the in best. on it as well. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, it was so fun hanging out with her uh, at Rodcon this summer. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny because it's like last summer is like, wait, where are you going? I'm going to L.A. <laughs> to go meet up with some, and she had met up for, with some like podcast friends before, uh-huh. like at a live show or something. You know, they were all planning on going and everything, right? So she was like, not like some people are like, what? You're just gonna go meet up with you know. People from the internet? Totally. So when I came back and I was like, this is amazing. Like, all these people are super nice. And when she met everyone, she's like, I don't know. This is really weird. Why is everyone so nice? <laughs> he's like, I'm not used to this with, like, my friends. Like, right. we're usually, like, kind of big assholes to each other. Like, you know, not in a bad way, but, sure. like, not in a toxic way. But it's just, like, funny because every time she's like, why is everyone so nice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all the odd dogs are just huge sweeties. It's the best. Hell Yeah. <laughs> um yeah that it is such a trip like the ways that it started and uh yeah just well it's the wild thing is like the rod dog community especially like winter 2020 
it's like the roughest part and rod started streaming a lot and that's when like we had the discord set up and it was just like a tough time but we just like had each other in a way and that's when people started saying chat is family and it it felt like it kind of escalated to another point where it's like oh yeah this is just a community of friends who have like similar sense of humors and like similar kind of vibes because we all like appreciate the stuff rod does and the different like internet zones yeah i mean i I guess you have to imagine that like for all the if there's so many toxic corners of the internet there must be some like corners of the internet completely opposite of that and i I think we've been lucky enough to find a couple of them Mm -hmm. Uh, agreed i gotta i gotta guess there's assume there's a lot more too so i mean you know the internet's all not all all terrible and definitely shitty so totally well it it like directly it's funny it made me like reevaluate just the entire way that i use the internet and just like reconnecting with the community in that way kind of was like oh yeah i haven't been like engaging with community irl much like even before the pandemic um and so it's kind of like led to me doing slobcore and just feeling more comfortable like oh i'm just gonna like express myself and say whatever i want um oh yeah it's not like annoying to people yeah i mean i was never i i was i worked not worked uh like in high school i did some like um i worked in not play like the theater stuff, but uh-huh. I was more like sound guy, like, you know, tech crew and everything. I was on stage maybe once or twice in that, but other than that, I was never really someone that like got out and like put myself out there. Right. And then, uh, watching Twitch and stuff, I was like, Oh, it'd be fun if I did this. Uh-huh. Like, so I've been streaming a little bit too, like for yeah. a year or two now. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we uh, we play games during the week and then uh, been having a lot of fun with like just watching movies and stuff on Sundays. Yeah. What's your what's your stream called for the listeners? You can plug uh, it at the end, too. Or what's your username? Yeah. Uh, Days zero nine. So D-A-C-E zero nine. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So every yeah, just specific time, usually every Sunday afternoon, evening, we're just like kicking it, watching some uh, great movies, usually have some kind of theme. Heck yeah. But uh yeah, we're getting into the the spooky months, so uh, Ooh, the spooky heads like, are gonna love that. I've just been, I, it's just getting ready for just uh, week after week of like four to five horror movies oh every gosh. week. I'm 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 gonna be slammed with it, but uh, I'm excited. Totally, it's, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So you're a big movie head, would you say? Are these like classics that you know, or are you just checking out new stuff? So it's kind of started as like random movies I really liked that I thought more people like I was always like growing up like I'd find a movie and have to show all my friends the movie nice that's a, such an important friend to have <laughs> yeah and so I'd like end up watching some of these movies like 15 times you know just like oh you want you know but um so I try to mix in like some movies I haven't watched in like 10 years and then a lot of movies that I haven't seen but people have been recommending me and it's just like an excuse for me to finally watch them. Um, so I wouldn't call myself like a movie head, uh-huh. but I've definitely watched a lot of movies, yeah. I guess. That's a, that's a movie but, head in my book. Cause I am a, I'm one of those bad movie watchers. <laughs> you saw. Yeah I, got, <laughs> yeah. I got out of watching movies for so long. Cause I always had so much TV to watch. Nice. Like it always like, <laughs> I just like had a TV schedule. I had to stick to. Uh-huh. And then yeah, COVID happened and kind of TV kind of stopped putting stuff out. And right. uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, 
it's cool because you get to kind of see my tastes and also just a lot of like random i get a lot of campy stuff sometimes Mm -hmm. uh one of my favorite themes was just uh, Brad Pitt by the numbers. Oh my God. So, amazing. <laughs> so we watched seven uh, oceans, 11, 12 uh-huh. monkeys, like all these. Oh my God. It just so happens that Brad Pitt's in a lot of movies that have numbers in the title. So <laughs> just an excuse so like fun. some of those. Yeah. It's like movies. It's like, okay, I've seen some of these. I haven't seen some of them, but uh, you know, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I'm even bad at watching TV. Well, I, it was better in the pandemic, like or deep in the quarantine before vaccines. It was such a golden age for video games and movies and TV. Like I have finally finished video games that I hadn't done in like years. And sometimes oh, I'm I kind of yearn for always that. adding video games. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I finally started to get used to like um, being okay with not finishing a video game. Like, all right, mm. it's been six months. Maybe I'll come back to it, but like, if I delete it off the off the hard drive, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, you know, uh, worry about it too much. Totally, but. totally. Yeah, we're just in that deluge of content where there's the list of things to watch and play and do are just infinite. It's just a scroll that would never end. Yeah, you're never going to watch or listen to everything. So, I mean, just enjoy what what you do watch or listen to totally. uh, when you and don't if you don't like something that much or don't feel like finishing it, you yep. don't have to. Yep. But yeah. And it's also like watching stuff with people is so fun. And so, oh, yeah, I I've done a couple. It's been a while, especially in the winter. I did a few more where I would just play a movie in my discord and it never mm-hmm. I think maybe like seven or eight was the most people who joined usually just be like three or four friends but it was nice it was like oh i want to watch a movie let me just put out the call i'm gonna be watching it anyway and then it's like oh my friend jeremy and jacob are popped in and we're like making dumb little jokes in the chat as we watch and it's like that's so much fun that interaction that's literally how movie time started was in a discord nice Um, oh my gosh because there's just some friends um and we started setting like days and then people were like, oh, you should watch this or we should watch that. And then it's just like just kind of built into. And it started with like we'd watch a movie, maybe two movies, uh-huh. three movies, absolutely max. Right. And now it's like turned into like four, maybe five <laughs> movies every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, Discord is a huge one because yeah, me and some friends like for a while, like especially during uh, lockdown and everything. We started a book club and then we had like TV nights where mm-hmm. like we rewatched all the way through uh, some like the expanse, which some of my friends had never seen that I really love. So, uh-huh. yeah, having all, everyone there just like hanging out and, you know, experience stuff together. That's. Uh, it's always a rad time. I've, I've been wanting, <laughs> you know, it's actually funny. So when quarantine ended for me, so when I was like got my second back shot and I like went back on the day shift, started doing more things like IRL. Um, It was awesome, of course. And that's like when RodCon happened. But I did kind of get bummed a little bit. I think it was like last August. I started missing like my internet friends. Oh, yeah. Because I wasn't watching Twitch as much anymore. Like my evenings were busy when Rod was streaming. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like I need to be a little more intentional and actually like pop into some streams or at least like pop into the discord. Well, yeah, that I, yeah, that, uh, like the first discord, uh, I made was like for me and like some college friends. 
Right. And nice. that's where like we started watching shows and all this stuff. And yeah, I really noticed it kind of, yeah, around that same time of like last fall or so about a year ago mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it was like, okay, there's about three or four kind of consistent people here. Yeah. But it used to be like 15 people every day, just kind of like, you know, totally. oh, don't have anything to do. And it's, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I do notice like, okay, but I definitely had to be more intentional. Yeah. Sticking out. And mm-hmm. now that I'm in so many discords, it's just like, okay, like, oh yeah. I need to take that time. Like every few days, just kind of check them out, see what's going mm-hmm. on. Like kind of keeping mm-hmm. up with people, but, uh, yeah, totally. Well, and I also realized like once I, like whenever I did pop back in, it was just like nothing had ever happened. It, it was just like, yo, what's up, hot sauce, Bob? And so it was cool realizing like, oh, I don't need to be worried about this. Like, oh, it's just a welcoming, chill community. Like there's some people who aren't in the chat that often like vulgar lasagna is one that comes to mind. VL, what's up if you're listening? I've seen him a couple times today. Yeah, nice. And it's always like, oh, dude, what's going on? Or like Max Mayer. Sometimes he's a infrequent popper, but. He's like so cool, and I it was so cool meeting him at Rodcon this year. Yeah, no, it's it's always fun to see the those folks just like pop in mm-hmm. that like, you know, I, I, and I don't blame them. It's like people that like you know kind of get away from it for a month or two or even oh, yeah. longer, and it's like, hey man, yeah, get totally, yeah, because everyone's like doing their own thing. I think in a lot of ways it helped me like drop expectations I had of like friends in general. Because yeah. we're in this time where, like, it's so stressful and people are busy and, like, people might get sick, whatever. And so something about, like, the internet is a little more casual in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, it kind of made me, like, oh, I, like, I, why was I worried about this before with, like, real friends? Like, even people I've seen, hadn't seen in five years, I hang out with them and it's just, like, nothing has happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people... Yeah. I always thought it was like, cause I lived in like somewhat like what I felt not stagnant places, but like, I mean, I grew up in small town, like central Pennsylvania where there's like not a whole lot oh, going wow. on. And so like, totally. I would be gone for a year or two and come back and be like, okay, everyone's still kind of doing the same thing. Oh, there's a, a new restaurant, mm. but you know, <laughs> that's about it. Or I, you know, I lived in uh, Santa Cruz for a while, which had that kind of like small town beachy vibes and stuff where it felt right kind of like in a in a bubble of sorts and like yeah leave for like a summer or whatever and come back and be like okay we're still all like doing the same thing we're all still chilling yeah totally totally yeah and that i think that's been the coolest thing about slobcore especially um is i just realized like oh yeah i have a lot of friends who live on Instagram or live on the internet. And that doesn't mean like, that's like all my college friends or people I went to high school with who don't live in the same place as me. And those relationships are still important to me. And so it feels nice to like kind of engage more and post more. And there's like been friends I've reconnected with because we just respond to each other's Instagram stories. Oh yeah. And so it's fun to like realize I can use the internet in those ways. Oh yeah. I mean like that's also with like, I tell people it's like, Oh, I haven't seen you. I'm like, Hey, the, these are the times I'm like open on the internet, like on Twitch, yeah. like streaming, like check check it out sometime. Jump in the chat and say hi. Like totally. Um. Also, like I got two cats like right before I think in 2019, I guess. Uh-huh. Um. And then so 20 
2020 when all this was going down and everything i started like posting a cat picture like every day yeah yeah and just doing something regular like that and you know i noticed the same people like liking the posts and totally. always giving that appreciation be like hey thanks for like posting like every day something you know yeah yeah i mean there's always it i without uh people like kind of putting themselves out there and stuff the social media mm-hmm. does not really exist really i mean right but i also appreciate the people that just kind of hang out and just like hit that like button and you know like everyone's mm-hmm. watching in the comments like Definitely. yeah everyone's got their own thing and you know that's uh that's how it goes yeah no i i relate so much of that because i uh i was always just more of a lurker or whatever and par- i think part of it is like there's no standard etiquette for the internet Yeah. in the same way. Like it's a place where you're socializing, but everyone does it so different. Everyone like experiences such a unique internet. Um, but yeah, I think the the internet community and like the rod dogs what made me realize like, Oh yeah, everyone on here is just another person on their phone mm-hmm. spending time on here. Cause it's like, there's a lot of things to like, but with social media, you can kind of just like numbly take it all in. Oh, which yeah. I like doing that from time to time, but oh, it's oh, for yeah, me TikTok at least and like, reels and stuff. I mean, you can just kind of swipe through those for like oh, on an yeah. endless loop and everything, but like, like okay, <laughs> totally. no, it's like, okay, I got to put my phone down. Okay. That's right. That's the right. first time where I've like really noticed that I'm like, okay, I need to like, I need to like remind myself, okay, I got to put it down. But yeah, th- like this is a powerful thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Here's something I wonder what your take on. I think, in general, there's a lot of like my guy friends and just dudes that I know who they're more likely to be like Instagram profiles who haven't posted anything like five times. Or sometimes you see memes about like the best man never posts on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I do think it's sort of that like it is more of like a masculine dudely thing to not be as like open and sharing and be a little more like stoic. Uh, yeah, you, Instagram especially. I think is that what you see. I, yeah, I noticed Instagram. that a lot more with Instagram, just because I don't think. I mean, for me personally, I'm really about like bad about like taking just like photos in the moment or like spending time kind totally. of like making them look good or whatever. And so, uh-huh. if you go to my Instagram, it's just cat pictures and bowls of food that I've made. Yeah, because it's like and that. I, I have that. a little bit more control over and everything, but it's yeah. just like. Yeah, I mean, I but I can't do it consistently either. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be like months at a time between. It's like, oh yeah, I my aunt got angry at me because she's like, I haven't seen your cats in a while. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, taking a picture totally. right now. Because yeah, yeah, but yeah, you what you're saying, like with the, I mean, like Facebook, I I I posted a lot just because it was like politics and stuff like that same, with like same. shit going down <laughs> and uh-huh. I, I i loved the like fighting in the comments and everything and that was like my form of internet and then uh uh-huh. found out no you can actually just use the internet that's why i really kind of glommed onto twitter because it was like oh where i can just kind of make some totally. jokes and say some dumb yep. stuff and i try to catch myself before i start going down those like reply rabbit holes of right shitty people but (laughs) totally but yeah no okay yeah you go for it um i it is so interesting like different social medias have different uses and like different audiences or whatever and so yeah i just think well there's and people can use social media however they want or don't use it 
but I do think there are at least a lot of guys that I know that probably like, I just wish I knew more about like what was going on with them. I mean, Cause it's like maybe some random guy friend from high school that I'm just like, and then it's also like, maybe I should just hit him up if I'm thinking of him. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's interesting. I, I just think about those like socialization of like guy versus girl things. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's also funny. Like thinking about, cause I was like thinking of like, okay, who are those like, you know, like stoic guys, like growing up in a small, like very, uh, rural part of Pennsylvania where it's oh, like, sure. And a lot of my guy friends, I learn most of what they're up to these days because of like their wives posting. Yes. That is such a phenomena. It's like, no, <laughs> they so don't true. post. Like, and, and I even learned that even when like trying to meet up, like when I was living back there and stuff, like, uh, huh. I would hit up my friend like, Hey, what's up this weekend? I might come into town yeah, and might get a response or you're like, Oh, I don't know. We'll probably just be hanging out. And then it's like, I hit up his wife and he's like, she's like, Oh yeah, actually no, we're going to do this. And we got this going on, but Hey, you're more, totally. you know, yeah, you can crash here this weekend or, you know, it's like, but that, that might just be my friends that like, you know, they know. I think that's, that's a thing. And I think this is also in my mind. Cause I was reading like an article just about like male loneliness and like, one in five single guys says they don't have any close friends yeah. or like that's, I mean, everyone struggles with loneliness from time to time. Um, but I think that's totally like kind of tied in to, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like I, I don't always like relate to that, like that masculine kind of full masculine idea that like I grew up surrounded by, and I think that's oh my probably gosh. why yeah. I'm not uh, really there anymore. You know, it's totally. like, sure. I got to go get out of that like zone, even in high school and then in college where it's like, got to kind of embrace a little bit of a goofier side, even though for, mm-hmm. for me, it's very goofy. I think a lot of people like in the community might be like, okay, he's, he's not too goofy. Like he's not, a, <laughs> he's not as goofy as the rest of us, but nah you're a goof but like i i I get what you mean though yeah it's just like a different level it's like yeah compared to where i grew up in yeah i'm i'm Mm -hmm. I'm a very goofy person (laughs) totally totally well even yeah i think i struggle with that too sometimes where even like i post a lot and i feel like i'm super open on the internet but even sometimes i feel those like the masculine doodly like Oh, am I just being annoying or is this weird or who cares? And I think that's like kind of where that comes from. Even though personally, I never got I never took in that masculine stuff too hard either. Cuz like I think part of it, my dad is just such a goofball, silly like shows emotions and talks about emotions and so Yeah, I think I mean, really a lot helps. of that yeah, that and but I feel like there's so much that's just kind of internalized without even realizing it and just exactly like, and just exactly. socialize not it's just like yeah, there's this like I don't know. I mean, even if it's not just the people you hang around with, but just like uh-huh. walking around and the random people yeah. you meet and uh it's deep in the culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. And it's uh <laughs> you know, kind of sucks, but uh you just gotta be goofballs and hopefully uh totally yeah totally yeah and i would just say it's been nice like kind of purposefully like sitting with that uncomfortableness of like being a goofball or being open online and it's it's been great to like 
kind of let go of those things. So my dudes out there, just get goofy with it. We love you. Yeah. Um, be be goofy. Don't, you know, let's <laughs> have fun. Have fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> and not everyone is thinking about you. Like is no one's judging you as hard as you're judging yourself when you're posting yes. and stuff and just like hanging yep. out. Like that has definitely totally. been a big opening for me of just like, dealing with like certain social anxieties and things like that, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no one's th- like, I'll like wake up the night. I was like, Oh, what did, what did, what was I thinking when I said that? And it's like, <laughs> no one else is thinking about what, right. What I said last night. Like totally. Yeah. That like worrying, like trying to read people's minds yeah. or thinking, just like making up in my head what people reacted to. Oh, our, our brains me. are great storytellers for like <laughs> making so us good. feel bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they know like the perfect like little weak spot just to fucking annihilate. Um, but yeah, that is so funny. Um, oh, but yeah, with like the social anxiety stuff, I think it was in the pandemic where I was like, hold up, Bryn. I have like 25 years of people like not thinking I'm annoying or like yeah. having like good interactions with oh people my God, yes. and like it being chill. Why the fuck am I so worried about this? Why am I putting all this extra pressure on myself? Dude, even after I like go to these like weekend long hangouts and everything and I like get yeah. home afterwards, and I'd be like, Oh God, <laughs> I was the lamest one there. I can't believe they put up with me. <laughs> no, no, I was the lamest one. I was certainly the lamest one. <laughs> I, so this past weekend, I was in Vegas for yeah. uh, like uh, my roommate, like had a work thing and I got to meet a bunch of her coworkers and everything. Yeah. And afterwards, I'm just like flying home. I'm like, God, I can't like what? You know, just going back through my head. I'm like, oh, my God. And then the next day, <laughs> totally. she, she was at work and just like everyone's just like pinging her and being like oh my god it was so great to meet your roommate like he was so much fun i'm just like they must be talking about someone else like (laughs) they got me mixed up they got me mixed up with somebody (laughs) it has to be (laughs) oh man yeah that yeah big time related on all those wow what a good little conversation on like masculinity and anxiety all that shit yeah it's 40 minutes in yeah should we get into the good old popping stuff yes let's oh my god the, the one thing that i yellow miss popping stuff we love the one thing i miss maybe most during lockdown <gasps> food wise totally, food wise totally was just yes. going to the movie theater and just chomping down on some movie theater popcorn oh it's one of the best things ever like that's one of those foods that i'll just eat two thousand calories of without even considering it i i've i've never looked up how many how many calories no, are in movie theater I, popcorn because I, I just ass- <laughs> i just assume that no this is mostly air this can't be bad for me even if i drench yeah. it in like fake butter <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna think about the sodium content well that, <laughs> i'm just having so yeah i remember you, you were asking me earlier about like if i was a movie person and yeah 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 really when i was watching some movies like when I was living at home, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't big into movies then. I was watching more TV and stuff. And when I was hanging out with people, I'd be hanging out at bars. But um, one of my, like, kind of favorite things to do for, like, a night off was to just go by yeah. myself to the movie. Like, find a movie out and just go take, like, a, a solo trip to the movies. Just get the biggest Ooh, popcorn, the biggest yes. cherry coke, 
and just and try to time it so it's like the movie was like it was the last day that movie was in theaters so it's been out for two months and maybe just maybe i got that perfect moment where i got to have a movie theater entirely to myself that is genius oh my gosh that is so smart i love that did you get it uh, i've i've gotten it a couple times i think one of the mission <laughs> impossibles it was like and also matinees are great for this like a tuesday matinee if oh you, yeah you got a day sure. off or something and it's just like you know what i'm going to the movies at one in the afternoon it's Ooh. cheaper no one is there that sounds fucking nice oh my god yeah something about the soda and the popcorn just like a couple munches a couple big sips and that thick straw it's just oh my god it's heaven oh and it really is in my brain of timing everything it's like all right wait no i can't i can't drink anymore so i i gotta make sure this lasts <laughs> for the end of the movie gotta get i the never t- make it oh i I'd never make it oh i'm like yeah i'm sucking on kernels by the end of the movie for sure <laughs> just like no this is the same thing <laughs> Uh, well, it's also fun, the dynamics of when you do go to movies with like a group of like seven or eight mm-hmm. and especially my family going and just getting like one popcorn and passing it down. And we go to Regal so you get a free refill on the large. Oh, oh yeah. And just like that munching or like I'm holding it and then I just have like two of my siblings on my left and my right just like digging in like ferocious little ant eaters or something <laughs> just getting popcorn i don't know if i could do that anymore i might i might i might be a solo eater Ooh. now just because it's just like yeah I, i'm like yeah no i i, I want to know that i that this is all mine like totally <laughs> and i'm not even i'm not an only child or anything so it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's because i'm <clears throat> maybe it is because i i'm a younger child uh-huh. I was like the youngest, so it's like always like, okay, oh, if nice. I can get something that's just mine. Oh, oh that, that's, that's heaven. Totally. That's my my younger sibling, <laughs> Riley. They uh I just remember they loved like getting an Oreo milkshake or something. Oh, yeah. And I was always like, Oh no, that's too expensive for my parents. I'm not gonna get one. <laughs> but that that just like just something that's yours, a nice treat. I wish I would have indulged a little more. <laughs> hey, now you can. You know, exactly. That's the yep, great thing about big, being an adult. Man money. Totally. It's like, yeah, I'm going to have a milkshake today. That's yep. for the hell of it. <laughs> what was your movie theater situation growing up? Was there one in your town or did you like go to a nearby town? There was one movie theater in my town. It had about okay. four screens. Uh, it actually had six screens, I think. Okay, nice. That's decent size. Um, But it was like old school, like classic, like the Miller Cinema um nice it's still Shout there out. i think you know because it's like the only one in the town uh-huh but then we lived over the mountain it was like 30 minutes away from a college and mm-hmm. they started getting more of like the big like stadium seat like uh totally amc's regals stuff like that yep but i i i think i went to miller a couple of years ago like i actually saw um us there and oh nice oh that's so fun and it's it's i forgot like how much i had to worry about as a kid like oh is someone tall going to sit in front of me you know like <laughs> totally i totally forgot about that but like now i'm an adult and i'm the asshole that's uh blocking right. some kid behind <laughs> me's view you're getting the kicked in the back treatment the whole time and yeah but there's like i the first celebrity sighting i ever had was at the miller cinema <gasps> Was our no way? Our, Who was it? Our local weatherman. 
Oh, <laughs> that's the best. Chuck Rhodes, that guy's on TV. Like I Chuck see Rhodes. I see him every night and he's at our movie theater. <laughs> see, our local weatherman, I was just cursing his name. Oh no. Because Portland, it like it barely ever snows. And as a little kid, fucking Matt Safino would be saying, Oh, we might get snow tomorrow morning, like get ready. And then we wake up and go watch the news, see if our school got closed and it never did. Yeah. Did you so. have any snow days growing up? A couple. And actually when I was in eighth grade, we had like a full week of like ice. Oh shit. Um it's actually I feel like snow's kind of increased in Portland in the last few years, probably climate change stuff. Yeah, probably. But yeah. <laughs> not really. Well, Portland, it's so hilly and they're not like built for snow. Yeah. That if we get a quarter inch, it shuts down the city. And so people like make fun of us and like from the Midwest or whatever, which is fair. Portland drivers are something else. Oh, yeah. Um, I live in California. Like it's <laughs> it rained the other day. Right. And like all of a sudden everyone's going 35 miles per hour on a highway. <laughs> like, OK, yeah, it's OK, I, I, everyone. Like we can slow down and take our, you know, take our time. But this is a little maybe a little overkill. Totally. But I. um I there's a video I showed to my friends who like say that Portland drivers just can't handle the snow because there was a snowstorm like three years ago and I it was like a couple inches and I was able to get at the end of my street but then there's this pretty big hill to go to another road and I get to the end it's like seven in the morning I'm like shit I guess I'm gonna go to work and I just go and there's like six cars crashed on the left oh and God. the right. And there's currently two cars like skidding out trying to go up there. So I take a video and I send it to my boss. I'm like, sorry, boss, not coming in. Yeah, this is what I'm supposed to try and traverse. I mean, there's definitely a bit of experience that like I grew up with in driving in the snow that um, mm -hmm. like, I mean, every every winter we had at least a few weeks uh, at least of like driving through the snow. Oh, totally. Um, I mean, but we also like in Pennsylvania, like they pre-treat the roads with salt, like before the yeah. season even starts. And like there's they put cinder, you know, they have much more of the infrastructure there. Um, and a lot of our school days, like snow days that we got off were because we were in a rural area. So there's like some really sketchy roads that's like, all right. Yep. There's definitely some kids like even if the highways are clear, like so many roads oh, are not going to be yeah yeah definitely yeah i went to school in rural uh iowa so those winters definitely those were a lot oh yeah um okay let's get back to popcorn yeah. though because <laughs> <laughs> i mean i love this like i could just chat about about whatever with you forever but you have been saying that you've been getting really into making popcorn is that true yeah, so a big part of that is because I do not live with a microwave anymore. Wow, interesting. Okay. Yeah, because I always just like microwave my popcorn. It was like, it was fine. Yeah. It does the trick. Like it's, you know, it you try to, you know, do it up a little bit with some seasonings here and there. But uh -huh. um, then I was like, I should just, now that we don't have a microwave, I should just start doing this on the stovetop. And was making some nice popcorns and everything, just using like the Orville Redenbacher like kernels, you know, nice and they're nice. like butter flavoring slash popcorn oil or whatever to pop. Uh -huh. And I was like, "There's this isn't as good as it could be," and I need to figure out why. And so then I thought maybe it's the kernels. So I started getting some like nice like bags of like kernels from the internet and everything. 
um, which has been a lot of fun. We got like a four pack of like four, like one pound bags. We got some like purple kernels. We got some baby oh my white, God. baby yellow, medium yellow, like all kinds of different kinds. And like different, like it, you can tell in the flavor and the texture. More the texture than anything, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. The purple's good. It's got like, a, I feel like the uh, the shell on it's a little hard. It gives a little bit more of a crisp to it or whatever. Ooh. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, for making the movie theater popcorn that I like to make, I don't think any of the baby kernels really work. They don't really hold up as well. They might mm-hmm. work better in like a better popcorn, but they steam really easily. So I feel like you lose that. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah, they get kind of chewy. But yeah, they get kind of chewy pretty, pretty easily. I've been mm-hmm. sticking to the medium yellow, just like the classic, you know. But then I also saw, I think you did a uh, slob core on some popcorn and had the, that. I sure did. You had the salt. You had the popping yes. salt. Yes. And so I this got some of that. so good. The, uh, what's oh, the, nice. I got some of that. Uh, Flavacol is the one that I got. Yeah, I got the, I got the box of Flavacol that should last me Ooh, yeah. for probably 30 years. <laughs> I know. It's so big. Like I, you have to use like <laughs> half a teaspoon for like right. a pot yeah. of popcorn. <laughs> it's like so so salty so concentrated and so delicious and then i got some like i forget what it's called but it's just like a butter flavored uh coconut oil like a jar of mm-hmm. that and that it's been it's been uh life-changing uh for yeah. the popcorn game like i'm I don't, I don't need to go to the movie theater anymore i can make my own yeah. movie theater popcorn yeah, it's literally the exact same ingredients, and it tastes just the same. Yeah, and there's even more room for you to adjust. Yeah, you throw a little bit of coconut oil in there with just a little bit of the the flavicol and pop your kernels yep. and everything. Then I'll I will still use that Orville like buttery oil just to like mm-hmm. throw on top as kind of that like disgusting totally. wonderful butter topping <laughs> yes just like oh i love those squirt things in the movie theaters oh just you, like so my buddy's had on there you uh-huh. know how you always you never get like butter all the way down into the popcorn at yeah. the movie theater yeah so for the uh the self-serve butter you take a straw uh-huh. and you put it <gasps> down into the popcorn and then you put the straw on the nozzle oh my god and you give yourself a buttery <laughs> core Dude. and then you just pull the bag out and it's just like it just puts butter throughout the entire bag of popcorn the core oh my god dude that's like that's like some dwarves mining too deep and disturbing the balrog type shit like that is some genius food engineering but now my my uh local theater now it's this is the closest i've ever lived to like a big movie theater um like it's uh-huh. literally a two minute drive from me and they actually yeah. ask you like do you want like butter layered and oh I'm like, wow so they'll fill up half the bag a scoop a... and a squirt and a scoop and a squirt yeah and i'm like nice. okay that's the way to do it yeah wow but dang so you've been doing the popcorn the movie theater popcorn I sure have. Yeah, my friend Kayla, they sent me a TikTok of this setup where so I do have a microwave and I just had ran out. I got the big 48 Costco pack of basically the microwave packets that are the same as Overlord and Mocker, um, which, yeah, similarly, those are pretty good, but they're not the greatest in retrospect. Yeah. Um, so this TikTok, it's a silicon popper and then, yeah, the flavor call and the flavored oil. And you just put a few kernels. There's like little fill lines for half full or full. Mm-hmm. 
um, and you pop it for about four minutes, and it the yield is like three times as much as a microleaf bat. Oh hell yeah! In this popper, and so I just have a big bucket of kernels, and yeah, I got a gallon of the flavored oil <laughs> and two massive cartons of the Flavicol. So yeah, I'm just have unlimited movie theater popcorn is what it feels like see in in college i had a buddy that would uh pop it on the stovetop like with he had like a little like uh-huh. um little pot with the top on it and he would, i was like oh you can do that like because i the only nice. like stovetop popcorn i had the, uh-huh. no it literally just like any like stovetop just like in a pot some, yeah just something you could cook ramen in if you wanted to you know like the uh, nice um and so I've been doing that just on the stove with, um, I mean, I don't have the perfect stuff for it. It's not quite in want more of a heavy bottom, like kind of a, a uh-huh. heavier pot, but it does the trick. You know, I figured it out it's also an electric stove, so that's never perfect for like, sure. When you're really trying to control the heat. Um, but popcorn's easy like it's forgivable you just gotta warm the thing till it bursts well yeah that's the nice thing it's like once i learned like okay you heat up the oil throw two three kernels in there once those three kernels Uh have popped you know the oil is pretty much like at temperature and then you just throw in the rest of your kernels and just kind of shake it and let it go yeah um do you have any favorite like toppings for yours like now that you're doing it at home that's always one of my favorite parts is like getting to mess around with the toppings yes i I only have three toppers right now. Um, and I think my favorite it's is from this like Portland spice shop I went to with a friend. And it's garlic dill Ooh. topping shaker. That's fun. And that I I was just doing it on the bag, so it already had the butter flavor. Yeah. I've done a couple times where I've just done the oil and the uh that shaker instead of the flavor call, and that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But even just doing them all together. Yeah. It's just so good. Um, and then I have a, a white white cheddar, which I think that has been my go-to popcorn shaker ever since like theater started including that. Okay. Um, and I also have a, a kettle corn one, which is great that I can like make a kind of knockoff kettle corn. I can't I can't do kettle corn. I don't know. Like I've really? never been a fan. So, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big sweet guy either. Like I'm more savory, Fair. like in general. Um, mm-hmm. And anytime I anytime I eat kettle corn, it just makes me crave like salty popcorn, like salty totally. buttery popcorn. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The only time I've really loved kettle corn is at like a fair or whatever when they're making the legit stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the actual kettle. Yeah, no, that's fun for sure. The microwave. But I've been uh, so one of my favorite restaurants ever. Uh, one of their things like from when they started was they would always uh, either have popcorn out when you sat down at the table. So they didn't have like bread and butter. They had popcorn. Or when they switch their style around, they send you home with like a bag of popcorn because everyone loved their popcorn because there's some brewer's yeast on it. And that shit is uh addictive because <laughs> you just start eating and you're like okay this is kind of different but like and then you just can't stop it has that kind of umami to it and all that so what i've done i'll do i i have like a big thing of like nutritional yeast i'll sprinkle a little bit of that on uh-huh um or what my favorite has been these days has been uh tahine oh my gosh tahine that is genius yeah 
so that little bit of spice in there give yeah that little salty limey like sourness to it to go in with the butteriness Ooh. like kind of cut through the buttery oh my god you gotta oh try my god. it like at this that. point i think movie theaters need to start like handing out like little packets of tahine with your popcorn Seriously. because it's amazing wow i actually i have a bottle of tahine i need to tonight i'm gonna make some popcorn and I'm going to tahine it up. I'll report, I'll report the results. Oh, it's to you. so good. It's so good. You're going to love it. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Ooh. What do you think those like Christmas time, huge metal tins? Do you know what I'm talking about with the oh. butter, the cheese and the like super caramel. sweet kettle? Yeah. Caramel. Yeah. Caramel oh my corn, God. Yeah. Those um, things are one of my favorites. Snacks I love yeah, get, getting those like over Christmas was always great. And the cheese uh-huh. would always be gone first. Yes. Yes. Caramel would always be last, but I feel like they always made caramel the biggest section. Yeah, they would. That was annoying. Yeah. There's just like, and it was just like, okay, like I would like some caramel, like a bite or two of that, but then I need to go uh-huh. back to like regular butter or to the cheese. Totally. totally. I, I was always a Cheetos kid growing up too. So like Ooh. any, anything cheesy like yeah i'm all over it (laughs) now what are your thoughts on puffs cheeto puffs cheeto puffs i'm more of a crunchy guy see i think i was more of a puffy boy because i I would put them on the tongue and just let them dissolve like that was fun that's why i liked them i wish i had that um what's what's it called the uh The I can't even think of the word right now, but I could not I could not let a Cheeto sit in my mouth for that long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> without chomping down on that thing. <laughs> you got to chomp right away. How about hot Cheetos? Are you a spicy hot Cheeto guy? Those have really had a moment recently. Yeah, I actually have a bag of the uh, spicy like Cool Ranch Doritos. Ooh. In my And I can only eat so many at a time like they actually. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I will say the Cheetos, like if I get into a groove with the uh, the flaming Hot Cheetos uh-huh, to the point uh-huh. where like I don't even like feel the heat anymore as long as I don't stop eating them. Yeah. Because it's like once you stop eating, that's when the burn kind of takes over. But if you just keep like a steady. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You just got to keep going. Yeah. That's so funny. My girlfriend in college, she loves Hot Cheetos and uh, she used to she'd be chomping down a bag and i could only do like one per every three or four minutes <laughs> so she would just feed me like one and that would be good <laughs> i'd be like in pain and then just ready for the next the next bit but yeah the crunchy cheetos rock okay with though those tripartite uh popcorn tins would yeah. you ever get freaky with it and pull out the liner and let them all intermingle See, I was just thinking about that. I I think I would I think my parents would get upset at me. I thought like mm. I've thought about it. Uh-huh. And I feel like I would be down for that. If I got down to like the last third of the tin, yeah. And they're all about equal, I'd probably do that, but that never yeah. happened. Totally. But I I feel like I'd regret it. Like if it was a full tin and I pulled the cardboard out, <sighs> I feel yeah. like I'd get I'd Really, you just be it. digging for the cheeses at the yeah. end of the day. I'm like, I just made they had it separated for me. Why did I just make my life harder? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. I feel I feel like I did that a couple times and it wasn't as wonderful as I wanted it to be. Yeah. And now um, I'm thinking about it. It's like, oh, I could just get a few handfuls of each and throw them in a bowl. Yeah, totally. <laughs> make your own. 
<laughs> do you ever do any other mix-ins in popcorn? Like tossing in some Reese's pieces or I've get up to that. Yeah, because the big one was what? Uh the Goobers, right? Uh was oh, it Goobers or like that's uh-huh. like the original peanut like peanut M&Ms like, I've seen. Or peanut M&Ms or the chocolate covered uh raisins or something. Oh, or chocolate yes. or chocolate covered peanuts and stuff like uh-huh. that. Raisinets uh-huh. and that stuff. No, I never did. I'm I'm kind yeah. of a purist with when it nice. comes to that. Nice. You know, I, I think that's the right call because just at the end, all those things are gonna sink down to the bottom. Yeah. Like they don't have the same like fluid dynamics as the popcorn. And so just the weight of them. I'm not against having like a bag of peanut M&Ms on the side and like eat a couple of those with the popcorn. Totally. (laughs) But, you know, it's like it's nice to mix sometimes, but sometimes it's like, no, I just I I got this. I want I want that uh, that pure buttery, uh, salty popcorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And I Um, I love salty and sweet like in in certain, you know. Uh-huh. It's it's a great mix. I mean, chocolate covered pretzels are one of the greatest things like ever, ever yeah. invented. Yeah. The fact that we live in the same time period as the chocolate covered pretzels is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a world can't be that bad, right? No, no. <laughs> we got chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> oh, one fun thing with my, uh, my, so I have the silicon popcorn popper and then I have a massive metal salad bowl from ikea oh shit. and so that's what i do i'll do a little bit of the oil in there when i'm popping and maybe a little flavor call but most of it i'll toss in the bowl afterwards and just do like a huge motion and toss it all in the air well and, supposedly those big metal salad bowls like i think uh-huh. you're talking like a kind of a mixing bowl almost right yeah yeah um i was actually listening to one of your episodes <laughs> earlier today and nice. you brought up and you brought up uh, Food Network, and I'm like, uh-huh. my my favorite thing on Food Network was uh, Good Eats. Yes, dude. I loved Alton Brown. Like, that's Same. probably my biggest, because it's like, I was always kind of a nerdy science guy, so I always yep. liked yep. to Me get too. that kind of nerdy science. Like, if I understood that part of, like, cooking, I felt, like, a little bit more comfortable in doing it, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I think his big his way of popping popcorn over the stove is with like a big metal like he has tongs and he covers mm-hmm. like the big metal mixing bowl with uh, foil and just uh, cooks all of his popcorn right in one oh. of those. Oh, oh, smart! Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's got like- you can just kind of put holes in the uh, foil to kind of let it vent and everything. Uh-huh, but yeah, look uh-huh. up that clip and oh, might, I certainly you might, will. You might be able to make Alton Brown popcorn. You know, that would be amazing. I'll definitely have to do a slob core tribute. Yeah. Alton Brown is definitely one of my favorites growing up now with the, are you familiar with Jake Kenji Lopez alt? Uh, I and think serious mo- eats. Okay. I know serious eats and I think yep. I recognize the name even more because of slob, uh, slob core. <laughs> yes. I talk about him a lot. <laughs> you, you, Cause yeah, you mentioned his cookbook or and, uh, but yeah, no serious eats. Um, it's a lot of fun. It, it's almost like too too strict of science for me you know like i think uh-huh. they're trying to get too much like no this is the correct way kind yeah of thing, that, a little that, bit it does get annoying when it's like that um, yeah why would you do it any way, other way we <laughs> we we use the scientific <laughs> method it's like okay we don't have to go that can you just <laughs> all right you fucking dork shut up <laughs> <laughs> um but i would recommend Probably my one of my top five, maybe my number one cookbook is the Food Lab. And it was Kenji's first cookbook. 
this most recent one's the walk that I've been getting into, but it's like, it's basically <coughs> if you're kind of a, a, a nerd and you like the details and the science, it's like the Betty Crocker. Like it has all the classic recipes oh, nice. and it has like cool explanations of like, this is why you should dry brine your turkey a day before because mm-hmm. the salt actually permeates through osmosis. And so oh, it yeah. gives a lot of those cool information bits, which I feel like I just have stored in the back of my head now that helps inform my cooking. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. and so like I got into cooking more just in the past, like living alone, you know, for like eight years totally. by myself. Yeah. And uh, it was hard, like finding like going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of stuff and like having it all go bad. Oh, I actually started dude. doing one yeah. of those like food boxes. Like I, uh-huh. I'm not like I always Nothing use it as kind that. of yeah. I always use it as like all right. Well, I'm not gonna have anything go to bad go bad, and I like get to practice. You know, like exactly. kind of. And as I do this more now, I get to like change up the recipes or like now I can actually go to the grocery store and be like, okay, yeah, I can just grab this, this, and this. Uh huh. Um, because yeah, it was a good entry point for me. Um. Got me to buy my like first few like pans and pots and stuff like that and just like kind of setting up the kitchen and everything. But yeah, no, I think that's the best way to like utilize those types of programs as well. I've I've never done one, but it would be cool to kind of give it a shot because I I'm pretty good at going chop style and like throwing together something pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But then there are times where, like shit, I should be reading a cookbook more or like I want to give like specific recipes a shot. Yeah. And that's like a cool way to do it is like on some of those ads you hear on podcasts, it's like, dang, that meal sounds pretty good. Like a, a blue cheese crusted quinoa salad, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, and I, it was funny, like we uh, brought up like comment sections before, but one of my favorite comment sections is the comment section below, like an online recipe. Oh, my God. I, you could, I feel like you could learn a lot in those comment sections. <laughs> yes, definitely. Just because people are always like, oh, well, I did this or I did this. And like, oh, it turned out like this, but I would have done that. You know, like uh-huh. it's one of the more like helpful spots, um, you know, on on the Internet when you're dealing with cooking. If you don't have a cookbook and everything, you're just like looking up a quick recipe. Definitely. Yeah. And that's like I would say one of the core slob core tenants kind of has to do with that. Where I feel like a lot of people, especially if you're like a perfectionist or very technically minded, you can like I cooking is an art. And by that, Mm -hmm. it's like it's cool if you draw outside the lines. It's fine if it gets a little messy. Um, There's a reason why chefs are tasting their food constantly. Like, because you're just like, all right, what can I do now? Like, oh, is that okay? Can I, you know, because it's never like, oh, I just add this, this and this and it's done. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, no, it's constant uh, checking and like making sure nothing's too salty not everything's kind of balanced and trying to find that in uh a- totally totally yeah because i i've just so many friends who have like expressed insecurity in their cooking or like don't feel like they know what to do which is like true like we kind of weren't prepared or it's like hard to feed yourself yeah and like cook and know what to do for grocery shopping i mean and it's so- easy to feed yourself it's just hard to like do it for yourself instead of just yes. going out and <laughs> totally and, and not going I, down to the corner and you know grabbing a cheeseburger which i do love as well but <laughs> yep yep oh that's the best and i do acknowledge that like the way that i cook and i cook at home so much is like a very intentional thing and i don't expect everyone to do that but i do hope that i can kind of spread an energy of like 
it's all right. It's not that big of a deal. I think that's part of the reason I do it just shirtless and I give just my very casual off the dome thoughts. I just want, just how large is your that. freezer? Do you uh, just have it a, just, just a regular it, fridge and freezer? Regular fridge and freezer. I actually, <laughs> the cheese drawer broke off and I still haven't put that back in. So I'm kind of down on storage in the fridge. Yeah. Cause, I mean, you, cause like I love Costco, but I'm terrible at, I don't also, I need to get like a food saver or something as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of stuff like on my list, but it's like once we have the space for it, you know, like totally, totally. And right now it's like, we've got a good like counter space, but it's just like in general, it's just not organized well enough. I think at this point for, mm-hmm. so it's just more effort I need to put in to actually do totally. this stuff. But, uh, totally. Well, but yeah, doing having- that, like, but like, you were always like, you know, I, I love how you're just like, OK, I can buy all this chicken for this much. And then I just like throw it in some like, you know, Ziploc bags yeah. or vacuum seal and throw it in the freezer. And now I got, you know. Yeah, it, it's really helpful. And I think the fact that I actually follow through on that, because I think sometimes in the past I'd like come up with all these ideas to like make it more efficient, but that I'm not going to eat the same soup 12 different times that I froze. Oh, I'm pretty um, sure we have meat that's been frozen in there for about a year at this point that like, I yep. just, you know, where it's just like, oh, I should really do this at some point. But then it's like, yeah, like, yeah, well, it's a lot of effort that goes into the planning as well. Yeah, and just no, for like, sure. That's why I'm always um, impressed when like, it's like meal prep or any of that stuff. And just like, yeah, I'm, I'm always impressed with all that, like how, uh, I don't know, like like you said, the effort that goes into it and uh, yeah, just the planning and all that. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, and well, that's another wrinkle is living by myself, like having to share a kitchen with a roommate is just a different game of its own. And so I feel pretty lucky. Like I make such a mess of my kitchen mm-hmm. and usually I clean up at the end of the night, but and like fridge storage or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should have I, I should have done this more when I was uh back back in PA living <laughs> by myself. I just didn't have a Costco near me, so well, yeah, fair. Just make another excuse for myself. <laughs> yep. Well, you can go to whatever I forget the California Ralph's. You got Ralph's up there. Uh, we've got Safeway. Or is that in LA? And Safeway, we've got nice. Rayleigh's. And I I just Rayleigh's. recently found this great like little Italian like old school <sighs> Italian grocery store that has. Ooh. The best sandwiches. They're so good. Oh my god. But they've got a great beer selection and just like a great meat counter. Everything's like a little bit more expensive just because they have like this yeah. wild selection for this like very like it's straight out of like the 30s or 40s like feeling kind That's of amazing. like grocery store. But wow. A lot of fun just I, to walk in there and check stuff out. Like I could never just do my full grocery shopping there, but it's totally, a fun little totally. treat. It's like Trader Joe's. Like it's a fun treat. I'll get what I can, and then, yep. I I have a deep deep love for all all grocery stores, and I just love to like walk through and check those places out. Hell so yeah. if I'm ever in Sacramento, we got to go. Oh yeah, we'll definitely go. Fuck yeah. Um, Dace, this has been fucking awesome. We're a little over an hour. Is there any other anything else you wanted to get into? Um, or how you feeling? Well, so we do this thing on my oh, movie yes, streams. Yes. Let's, uh, yes, I, if you, if you thought about this, we can do it really quick. Yeah. I bet we don't need a rush. If I, you were uh, to make a movie night theme for Slobcore, ooh, 
what it could be two movies because I, I was like thinking when i was thinking about it i'm like all right yeah it's like you don't want to go like sitting like oh chef or whatever whatever that <laughs> uh-huh. you know yeah um burnt is that one of them is that another burn or burnt oh, yeah, or something chef, with burnt. A, uh-huh yeah i i was trying to think like if i made a theme it's like in slobcore i'd be like okay maybe like animal house because there's the food Ooh, fight yes oh that's a classic you know, but I couldn't I couldn't really get beyond that either. But or just anything that kind of embodies, I guess, the idea, the ideals of slobcore and stuff like that. Yes. OK, I love this. So you want me to come up with like four even, movies, even one or two? OK, let me think. I. OK, easy. Number one with a bullet. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Jack, the, the spirit of Jack Black runs deep in slobcore and in everything i do he's always been like my favorite guy of all time just yeah. like the energy is perfect very slobcore of course oh, i love that and yep. he, i mean and they, there's great food in that too i feel there like there is yeah the noodles and yeah just poe is a great <laughs> animated character <laughs> so yeah we'll, we'll go kung fu panda for sure uh, another slobcore let me think there are so many yeah i was just thinking of like good good looking food and i was like oh, i could do like any miyazaki oh totally totally yeah i think the miyazaki i think gib or uh studio ghibli spirited away, spirited away is probably the best food ghibli if oh, i had yeah. to pick yeah and there's a lot of it uh, another one i was thinking of that this might just be from like growing up yeah but uh hook has a great food <gasps> scene in Dude. it oh my god i fucking love hook and that uh, scene that scene when he finally you know sees all the food and that yes that well, that scene always made me so hungry even though it's all just a bunch of multicolored <laughs> slop yes the slop fight is so good well, i love the the tubby little kid in hook i forget his character's name oh yeah he, he was he always ro- my favorite yeah, he rolls down the gangplank like a bowling ball and- <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, he's fantastic. Oh he's so good. And he's so sweet in that movie, too, as yeah, well. Yeah, he's one of those actors I've like looked up. What does he look like now? And it's always like, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still rocking it. Oh, OK. Hook is definitely on there. Hook, Spirited Away, Kung Fu Panda. Um, hmm. Another in that same kind of area. Or even just a mo- just something you like that, you know, that has. Oh, no. Yeah. Hook is definitely one of those. Ah, there's one on the tip of my tongue. What was I thinking? (laughs) Oh, oh, here's what I was thinking. It's not a movie, but it is a Pokemon Stadium mini game. The Sushi (laughs) Go Round. Did you ever play that? I haven't, but. uh, Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah, really good. Or just good Stadium rocks. And so this mini game, it's a bunch of Lickitungs. Okay. And they're. There's a sushi conveyor belt restaurant like going around the outer edge and you're just four lickitungs like vying for the sushi <laughs> and there's a score. And so uh, I think Uni is the one that has the most points and they'll oh, always yeah. be like the announcer shouts Uni and then one shows up. And so you're always just pretty much all the little lickitung characters go towards the Uni and then you click B to lick and just their tongues like all flopping together and they're like <laughs> trying to reach it. And so that growing up was one of my favorites. That's a lot of fun. So that's the spirit of Slobcore. I love conveyor belt sushi spots. 
Yeah, um, just everyone gathering around, just eating uni. <laughs> yep, yep. And there's some like uh one that's wasabi and it's too spicy, so whenever you eat it, like you start spitting out green flames <laughs> and you kind of get like locked up for a second or two. Awesome. So that's my uh my bonus is the sushi go round yeah. Lickitung game in Pokemon Stadium. Nice. Um and I think oh there are just so many good Okay, this is not a movie, but a TV show. Did you ever watch Redwall as a kid? It was on PBS. Was it based on the books? It was based on the books by Brian Jacks. Okay, I read, yeah. I read a lot of the books. I don't think I ever nice. watched the show. The show is pretty good. It was actually one of the ones, it played on Sunday morning. Okay. And my mom, when, my mama didn't want us to watch TV before we went to church. But sometimes PBS got a got an exemption so i'd be able to watch redwall oh yeah pbs (laughs) thank god for pbs (laughs) seriously shout out pbs (laughs) so many kids allowed to watch tv because it was educational yep yep (laughs) but yeah the the food in that show because it's like all these little forest critters Mm -hmm. having amazing feasts and in the books especially he spends like pages describing the meals yeah and obviously that's completely my shit oh yeah Nice yeah. man. That's that's a, that's Panda. a solid solid theme right there for Slobcore. Thank you. I, I feel Thank it. You. Yeah, that's a good one. What what do we got? Kung Fu Panda. We got what else did I say? Uh, we got uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. That's right. Hook. Hook. <laughs> Sushi Go Round. <laughs> Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> and then Red Wall. Check it out. PBS. Yeah. Awesome man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dace, thanks so much for uh, joining for this. I'm still kind of just figuring it out as I go along. Yeah, I'm, but... I'm happy to come and just like kind of kick it and chat, man. Always, always yeah, enjoyed uh, talking to you. Uh, same here, and it's also a nice little way. Hey, let me get a nice little hour long conversation on Dace. So uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. usually when we're hanging out, it's like twenty, twenty five of us. So it's nice totally, to, to totally. get these like one on one or small, small group hangs. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks for having Definitely. me on. Yeah, dude. Uh, keep on fucking slobbing away. I'll see you online. And yeah, I'll I'll try and watch some of your uh, some of your movie night on Sunday. And listeners of this, Dace does on on Sundays. Check them out. Yeah, we got we got a lot of horror movies coming up. Um, and they kind of run the gamut. Uh, I try to not end the night on a super scary movie because I don't want to go to sleep after a super scary movie. <laughs> it's smart. So we got some campy stuff in there. We kind of mix it in. So uh, we do got nice. some scary stuff, but it's uh, it should it. be a lot of fun. I love it. 